Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Brick Lane One Love Pale Ale. Perfect for all occasions and the ultimate crowd pleaser. Drink responsibly. Switch to Kogan Mobile for $2.90 for 30 days with 20 gig of data. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Always great to have your company for Dwayne's World. Head back to your calls very shortly and have a chat to the listed magpie Jack Madgen a little bit later on in the program. But a couple of big games at the MCG today in the T20 World Cup, if the weather is kind. And let's get a weather update from the great man himself, Simon O'Donnell, former on-field guru, now SEN cricket guru, live from the MCG. Welcome to you, Simon. Great to have you back on the program. Dwayne, nice to uh, be part of the afternoon with you. And as you well know, sitting here in a commentary box uh, above the MCG, it's a highlight to be playing on it. But I think secondary, to be sitting here and watching it all unfold is absolutely brilliant. So were you there the other night for India-Pakistan? No, they, 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 um, they couldn't pay me big enough bucks to get here the other night. So they've got me for the blockbuster with, um, Australia, with England playing Ireland. Sorry, I shouldn't even mention Australia. Why would they have me at one of those games, Dwayne? But uh, <laughs> we've, got, um, we've got the Poms taking on the Irish. There won't be 90,000 here like there was on Sunday night. Uh, that was a, a spectacle. Um, I live not far from here. And uh, I could hear the roars from home. It was spectacular what took place. And watching it on the telly and listening to the troops on the radio was absolutely brilliant. So are the covers off? How's it looking? Covers are off. Rollers on. I'm just trying to figure out at the moment, which there's a contest within a contest here at the minute. The English are in a circle with the soccer ball warming up and so are the <laughs> Irish. I'm right. not sure which way to go. At this stage, the Poms are looking mightily efficient with the soccer ball. They're heading it and mm. uh, half chinning it and all those sorts of things. They look fantastic. Yeah, but it is a World Cup, and England don't win those uh, with the soccer ball either. So um, if they took well, on Ireland, they might lose video that. of the warm-ups just in case they want to rush someone into Qatar 22 from the Cricket <laughs> World Cup. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Are we going to get two games... A Jew, and we kind of, I think Australia need the games played, don't we? If they get washed out, it, it doesn't work in our favour. Yeah, I think it's a bit early to sort of make, make a call on where, where things are going to settle. You know, Australia's just got to be in charge of their own destiny from here on in and keep winning games. The form can fluctuate in these 2020 games you know, so radically that, that you know, it, it's hard to sort of, you know, even put in pen, you know, England to beat Ireland. You never know what can happen. And there's no form here. The last time these two sides played was 2010, and there wasn't a result in that match. Uh, mm. It was rained out, snowed out. I'm not sure where it was played, but it was one or the other. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the Irish will 
they'll, they'll come and want to play. And that, that's been basically the MO of their cricket and since they've come onto the international stages. They just go out and have a crack. So you know, England has still got to be on their game. I, I, I do expect England to win, obviously, but uh, I, I want the Irish really to make a game of it. Now, I presume, given you're a great Victorian, one of our greatest of all time, that you're glass half full on Aaron Finch's form at the moment. Oh, that was one of the, the better 30s you'll ever see. Hmm. I like it. Uh, the fact that it took 42 <laughs> balls, though, um, let's hope it's a, it's a great 30 off 30 against England Dwayne, Friday. There would have been a day in your footy career where you would have said, look, I'm not getting a touch, <laughs> but what I am going to do, I'm going to shepherd and I'm going to tackle and I'm going to smother and I'm going to do all the one percenters. Just write that into that match for Aaron Finch last night. All he was wanting to do was have time at the crease. You know, Stoinis came out and saved the day, and that was just a remarkable innings from Marcus Stoinis. Mm. But you know, it was just good to see the captain understand where he's at, want to do something about it. And, you know, if, if he needed to turn it on, I'm sure, you know, that would have happened And you know, we, we, if it got tight towards the end. But uh, you know, he needs time in the middle. You don't often get that chance in 2020 cricket. So at least he's had some overs. He looked like he was getting a bit annoyed with, uh, if not himself, his bat. Something was wrong. Um, there was a, there, he, he'd send it, use the edge a lot. Yeah, that's generally a pretty bad sign. <laughs> I'd seen him that well. <laughs> What's the old saying when we used to play cricket all those years ago, Dwayne, was, well, you know, that's part of the bat. We bought that as well, the edge. You know, <laughs> no, right. no, might as well use it. Um, look, he's not in the best of form, and he'd be the first to admit that. But he, he's trying to rectify it. Gee, it's hard to rectify it in such a massive tournament yeah. where there's just no breathing space. But he, he found a bit of breathing space in Perth. He, he was able to bat for 18 overs. He mightn't have batted as well as we know he can bat, but at least he spent some time and, and faced 42 balls out in the middle. So that's a start. Marcus Stoinis, though, put on a show, and it was just a sight to behold, wasn't it? When someone gets going with that sort of power in a, in a 2020 game, it, is, it just draws you to them. It's fantastic to watch, and you know, that clinical clean hitting was was brilliant, and it probably gives an indication of why, you know, and you can debate it, you know, there's Steve Smith fans and there's there's others who, you know, are happy to have the hitters in that middle order, and that's what Australia's done. They've gone with the hitters, and Marcus Stoinis is one of them. It came off, you know, in a great fashion last night, which will give him a lot of confidence because, you know, his name was started to be bandied around mm. as, you know, is, is he the man to be in that top, top six spot? Well, last night he said, yeah, I am. And I'm, I'm here for the World Cup, and uh, I want to make sure I make an impression on it. What about our bowling attack? The 20 runs from the last over bowl by Pat Cummins was an interesting one. We had a caller earlier on saying that, um, you know, do we go with that attack? And is Pat Cummins, if someone has to give way for another spinner, is Pat Cummins the one? Where, where do you see our bowling attack at, not just for this Friday's game against England, but going forward? It's just the one thing, Dwayne... If we're being overcoached in one area, it's just that the bowling worries me. I just want to see Mitchell Stark open the bowling. He's mm. the best new ball bowler in the world. And, and don't tell me you know, there's a better matchup for him at four. You know, opening batsmen when they walk out to play Australia generally do not want Mitchell Stark at the other end. So I, I just... I don't want to, I suppose, 
overcomplicate what we're doing. Mm. We've, we've got a wonderful fast bowling armoury backed up by a couple of really capable spinners. Let's not get too cute here. You know, the, the game is still played 22 yards apart. You know, um, I would much rather be facing you know, a Pat Cummins early in a 2020 than I would a Mitchell Stark. So let, let's be real and get the best opening bowler we have in T20 cricket bowling with a new ball. And who do you like the look of so far in this tournament uh, when it comes to the form that they've produced so far and what they might be able to do at the pointy end? Kiwis are the favourite. I think the Kiwis will win the tournament. I, I think they're... I, I love how level they've been the last two or three years. Uh, they've been competitive in all forms of the game. Uh, they, they bring a, a, a structure that has trust in each other. I, I think from a, a group point of view and what I'm seeing at the moment through body language, training ethic, the way they're playing, the way they communicate with G, uh, each other on the field, as for, I, I think the Kiwis are a top shelf to win this tournament. So can we get our form to the point that we'll become a threat to them come the end of it? Because uh, we know that form can change. Or uh, well, who's our biggest sticking point on the way through, do you think? Can England bring us undone this Friday? Yeah, they can. You know, the, the Poms are rated two in the world, so you know, they're, they're going to um, you know, take some beating. Uh, India, you know, here, you know, only chasing a modest total of 159, you may say, but... It's imperative in these 2020 matches you get off to a good start, and you know, neither Pakistan or India got off to a good start here the other night. So you know, then chasing your mid hundreds is difficult because the guys are coming in uh, at regular interview intervals trying to get rhythm and score runs quickly, and, it, and it's it's tough. Um, the Kiwis, I think, just have all their balance right, and and Australia has to do that between now and semi-final time. That's mm. if they make the semi-finals time. And that's the tough part. You know, we, we've got the Poms and the Kiwis on our side in this draw. So, so nothing's easy on, on the Australian side to, to even be, you know, top two. They've got to make sure they get everything right from now on in. They can't afford to put a foot wrong. And before I let you go, there was a bit of a drama at the Empire Rose Stakes barrier draw today. Were you there? Not to my knowledge. Okay. No, you weren't there? Okay, that's yeah, was. Oh, you was there. So what happened? Oh, my word, I was. We ran out of marbles. <laughs> yeah. So they did the barrier draw, but there was one too few yeah, barrier draw marbles in the yep. barrel. Yes. Yep. You know how people say to me all, often, you know, he's a marble short, that bloke. Right. They're <laughs> marble short. So have they found the marble that was supposed to be in there? Where did the marble go? I don't know where the marble is. I think someone someone stole the Tom Thumb and they were playing with it outside. Right. Yeah. Wow. So no, we had no uh, marble for Barrier 14. Uh, I'm not sure what they've done to rectify it because, thank God, I had to come here to get to the cricket. Right. So you, you couldn't – there was smoke coming out of my tyres. I left that quickly. I wasn't sure how it was going to be rectified. <laughs> but I'm sure they've done it properly. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, very funny stuff. Hey, great to have a chat to you, Simon. Uh, speaking of smoke coming off your tyres, uh, one question I was going to ask you last year, but we didn't get around to it. So when I cooked the ribeye tomahawk steak, I want to know beforehand, because I didn't get to ask you this last year, how many hours out do I season? Are you a day before, night before seasoner? And do I let it rest at room temperature before I put it on the open flame? 
Okay, two things. Your ribeye generally comes from a more mature beast. It'll be what we call a four or six tooth. So it's, it's more grown, should be more marbled, hence a bit more fat going through it, be tastier. So be careful of your seasoning, Dwayne. Season your younger cuts more so than your older cuts because your older cuts have already got that beautiful marbling and fat running through them more so than the younger cuts. So um, your, your tomahawk, just be careful. If you're talking ribeye, that'll come off the naught to two tooth. Yep. No, no problem with it seasoning and do it when you want to. Do it just prior and crisp it on the outside, turn it quickly on a really high heat or... Do it the night before, sit it in the fridge, but make sure you get it out in the morning and let it sit before you cook it at lunchtime. We want it at room temperature or even a bit below room temperature. you got a whole show uh, doing this at some stage, Simon. Uh, good to be able to pick your brain on all things barrier draw, cricket and barbecuing. We'll talk soon. <laughs> See you, <laughs> Simon O'Donnell joining us from the MCG, where at least the covers are off. And the weather doesn't look too bad. England v Ireland and New Zealand v Afghanistan. The two games coming away from the MCG today. And you can catch all the action with Simon O'Donnell from the MCG at 2.30 on the SEN app where you can hear every ball of this year's T20 World Cup. Lost in the wash next on Dwayne's Law. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.